Welcome to the Aligned Leader Podcast, a personal growth podcast for driven women who want to level up their life and business. Tune in weekly to learn emotional management tools and mindset expanding tips. I'm your host, mindset and business coach, Michelle Costas. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to the Aligned Leader Podcast. This week we are doing episode 75 and I'm gonna be talking about the third component to sales, which is communication. Last week we talked about connection and the week before we talked about belief. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, highly recommend them. Um, What I see for entrepreneurs is if you are able to sell, if you have sales skills, you can be successful in any business. Uh, What I find a lot is people have a really amazing offer, whether it's amazing coaching or amazing business opportunity, and usually where the gap is for them is that they're either not making enough offers or they don't know how to sell. And there's different pieces with this, but um, the biggest three components are belief, connection, and communication. And if you can master those three, you will be selling even more than you already are. So I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, Costco. (laughs) For those of you who follow me on my Instagram, you know, I, um, through my weight loss journey, I started sharing things that I would get at Costco, different foods I would get, snacks, all the things. And I am a Costco fan. Um, You know, I can find myself at Costco even when I barely need anything. And I always joke with my mom when I go there with her or my husband, I'm like, you know, you don't tell Costco what you need. You go to Costco and Costco tells you what you need. (laughs) So um, it's always funny on like a Sunday afternoon, you'll go and everybody's coming and getting the samples and basically having lunch there with the sample carts. And um, it's just, I love Costco. I think they have great quality products. This is my Costco plug, even though, you know, this is not sponsored. (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to kind of paint you a visual. If you have never been to Costco, um, just try to imagine this with me. But if you've been to Costco, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about with this. So have you ever gone to Costco and you saw a sample Uh, station, right? There's stations throughout the whole store and they're basically promoting their new products. They're promoting different types of food items that they're wanting to promote. And many times those items will be on sale. And when you walk up to a sample station, there'll be a person there who is preparing the food and there's really not a lot to it. The price is right in front of their little cart they have. They've got a tiny little um, sample ready for you that's just hot and ready right there. You walk right up and usually there's people gathered around and then right next to their cart, it's really simple. The product is right there. You can see the price, you can see the name, and usually in that two second, you know, little drive-by that you're doing with this sample cart. They are going to tell you, you know, they'll sometimes pop out, you know, a recommendation of, oh, this sauce is really great on chicken. And then it's like, okay, you have this total visual and you're imagining it with chicken as you're eating it and your senses are like, hmm, this is delicious. I can't tell you how many times I have bought something I've sampled at Costco. And The reason I wanted to use this example is 
I wanted to kind of paint a picture for you that sales does not need to be complicated. And I actually think that it's the opposite. I think we live in a world where we have increased our convenience. We've increased our, um, you know, leveraging with different sales tools like CRMs, texting services, uh, calling services. There's email services that you can get that will do drip campaigns. And there's all these things. Um, Even through social media, there's different uh, things that you can access and tech tools to where someone can comment on your post and you don't even have to respond to them. It'll be an auto response for them. There's all different things. I think that one is called ManyChat for those of you who are looking to do something like that on your social media. So with, with that though, all of those things are not what sell. People get confused by having systems versus actually selling. And, you know, those systems can be really helpful in leveraging your time and convenience. But what I want you to leave here today, once you've listened to this this podcast, is I want you to really look at your sales process and I want you to simplify it. And we're going to talk specifically about simplifying communication today. Because when I go to that Costco sample cart, you know, it's really not complicated. Do I want the sauce or not? Uh, When they tell me the benefits of the sauce, like that it doesn't have sugar or that it can be used on anything, that's all they got to do. And I'm putting that puppy right in my cart. (laughs) But if they were, if I went to that same sample cart Um, sample stand or whatever you want to call it. And I was sitting there and the lady was telling me about how many calories were in the sauce, telling me the ingredients that were in the sauce, telling me how long the sauce lasts on average. I would be like, I just want to have the sample lady and I want to know what I can put it on. (laughs) So a lot of us are going into our social media or going into our email list or going to our customers or potential customers and we are telling them about the calories and we are telling them about all the details and we think that the details are what are gonna sell. And what we don't realize is that that is not the communication that people need. People do not need all the details. If they want a specific detail, they will ask. They will ask, okay? And and that is the purpose of us as salespeople is that we are providing a service and we are there to answer their questions and to guide them, right? To make the best decision for them. Okay, so I know I talk a lot about how you know, systems don't matter near, systems and skills don't matter near as much as mindset. And I stand by that. I really believe that in business, you know, your belief, your mindset, your outlook, and your attitude, that's like 80% of, and sometimes up to 90% of your business results. And then the other 20%, the other 10 to 20% is going to be your skills and actually looking at what you're saying in your sales process and your strategy when you are communicating with people. So you can still get a B grade without doing any of the skills side of things. But if you want an A grade, 100%, then we we do need to take a look at some strategy and skills. Okay, I wanna start with this. Confusion kills sales, all right? Confusion kills sales. In other words, a confused mind always says no. If I was to go up to that Costco stand and I was unsure if the sauce was supposed to be used 
on meat or if it was meant for pasta, like if I was confused by it, I'm going to probably not be sure what to do. And then a confused mind always says no. So a confused mind does nothing. It always says no. And confusion really kills sales. So the what you want to do in your consult, if you're a coach or if you are um, somebody who is in direct sales or just in sales in general, you really want to make sure that whatever you are sharing with your potential customer, whether it's on social media or wherever you sell, you want it to be simple and not confusing, all right? Simple meaning your language, really, when we're making emails or we are posting on social media or we are having a sales presentation, we think that when we use fancy words that it impresses people, but all it does is confuse them. And so every time you um, want to write an email or you want to do a post, I want you to think about it as like fifth grade language, Uh, Most politicians, which I'm not going to get into politics, but most politicians use a um, like middle school to fifth grade language uh, reading level. So the point of that is, is when you are simple in your language, anybody can understand it and then you won't go into that confusion place that kills the sale. So uh, just a tip If you are writing an email or you are communicating with your team or your customers or potential customers, you can go to chat GPT and you can plug in the email that you've already created or even the communication, maybe it's a text or your social post, and you can put it into chat GPT and say, make it more conversational. Rewrite this, but make it more conversational Um, or rewrite this at a fifth grade reading level. And it will change, it will rewrite that email to be easier to understand for people. So that's just a tip. Um, You really want to keep your language really simple, easy to understand, and watch your sales go up. It's so counterintuitive. Most people want to sound really professional, and all that does is, is create more confusion. So less is more when it comes to communication. So when you're thinking about your appointments, you know, a lot of times people try to shove in as much facts and information as they can in an hour window or however long your sales appointment is. But all that that does is create an interesting, like we talked about last week, being interesting, you know, versus being interested in the other person. So the more your uh, potential customer is talking, the better the appointment will go. So you really want to have at least half, if not 80% of the appointment, them talking about themselves, talking about, you know, their life and really growing that connection. That is really important. I know we talked about that last week. Okay. The big thing that I see that happens that I talked about a little bit with the Costco sample example um, is outcomes versus details. So when I say outcomes versus details, what I mean by that is when we're talking about that sauce, you can put, this is really great on chicken. You can put it on veggies. It's like a one-stop shop use the sauce and you don't need anything else. You don't need to add any ingredients. So that's a benefit, right? Like that's this is going to save you time. This is really easy. It's good on anything. Those are 
the way that you sell a sauce, right? You don't sell the sauce by talking about the calories. So think about your product and think about your sales presentation, whether you have coaching as an offer or a physical product or a business opportunity. Like, how are you talking about it? Are you talking about the details and the facts? Or are you focusing more on the outcomes and the benefits someone's going to experience? That is a game changer. Game changer. If you focus on the outcomes and the benefits someone will receive, people buy outcomes. They don't buy processes. They don't buy details. You know, we don't buy you know, you're going to love this sauce because the uh, packaging is orange. Like you're, no one cares, right? And we think, oh, but this makes me look really knowledgeable and professional that I'm giving them all the information. No. Is it good on chicken? (laughs) I know this is a really real world example, but um, it's just, it just is. Okay. So when you're thinking about what you're selling, you really want to think about the problem that it's going to solve for your potential customer. All right. Logic makes people think and emotion makes people people act. All right. You hear me say this a lot. You hear me say this a lot. It's that same idea. People want to, you know, buy experiences, outcomes, things that will ignite emotion in them. They're not buying for the logic. Again, that calories example, they're not buying it because of the exact number of saturated fat in in the product. And there might be some people out there that want to know that, but they're going to ask that information. The masses want to know, does it taste good? Is it going to be low calorie so that it's going to save me calories so I can use my calories for things that I actually want to eat instead of wasting calories on sauce? Those are benefits, right? Okay, so... What problems does your product or offer solve? Uh, A business coach that started as a weight loss coach for me and I recently enrolled in her um, business program is she talks about, um, you know, in this economy especially, you want to be a painkiller and not a vitamin. (laughs) A lot of people are marketing on their social media or even in their sales appointments of This is what's possible. And I think it's important to talk about what's possible, um, but people may tighten their wallets and be really discerning about what they spend their money on in this season of the economy. And they are more likely, way more likely to buy a painkiller than a vitamin. A vitamin is a want and a painkiller is a need. And so when you are clear on the problem that your product or your offer solves, then you are going to be a painkiller versus a vitamin. So you can talk about those vitamin benefits too. You can talk about the positive benefits too. But remember, when you're thinking about your ideal client, your ideal person you wanna work with, what are the main challenges that they experience that your product or your offer is going to solve for them? You've gotta be really clear on that because it is just so much easier to sell when you're very clear on what your offer solves for people. It's just, it's so powerful. The communication is so clear and it takes way less time for someone to make a decision if the product's right for them. Okay, over-explaining. So something that I used to do for years, because I'm a talker, if you haven't noticed. (laughs) Um, My clients know this too. I I love, I love to talk about personal growth and growing. And obviously, you know, I have a podcast. I show up on my social media talking. Um, I like to pass on information to people. But what I did in sales is I would really talk people into it, like for years. Um, 
And I got to a point where I was decent at, you know, talking people into it and not in like a salesy way of like pushing people into it, just more so I would I would know my benefits and I know my outcomes and I would talk about them and talk about them and then the people would get excited with me and then I'd continue to talk about it and I'd continue to talk about it and I'd talk them into it and I'd talk them right out of it. And um, I think that there is power in not over explaining and there is power to just staying even keel and not being attached. Like if she's a yes, great. If she's a no, great. We have a decision. It's all good. That neutrality and not getting over exciting, uh, over excited, or over explaining. Um, that is a much safer sales environment to the subconscious. In other words, uh, if we are over talking something, even if we really believe in it, and even if we are super enthusiastic, and all of it's authentic and real that person is going to wonder why subconsciously, they're not even going to be consciously aware of it most of the time, There's, it's going to raise some red flags. Like, this sounds too good to be true. Like, she is, like, really talking a lot about this. So um, just learn from my mistake with that <laughs> and just let the facts be the facts, which are the outcomes, right? Just give them the outcomes and leave the rest. Just keep it simple, sweetie. All right. The next thing I wanted to talk about here briefly is practice. You know, if you are thinking about what you're trying to say on your appointment, on your sales appointment, you're not thinking about the other person. And it's not intentional, so don't feel bad and go into shame if that if that's true for you. But I remember for a long time, I was trying to do my presentation perfect, say it perfect, be entertaining, all of these things for years. And um, all that did was create an environment where I wasn't able to show up and just be present for the person in front of me and just be a human, okay? <laughs> be a human. You hear me say that a lot. Um when you practice your presentation ahead of time or you even even keeping bullet points with you or having something that you can refer to that's just bullet points, not word for word, right? Um, if you can do that, if you can feel prepared and practice ahead of time what you're going to say, know what you're going to say, you are going to show up in a way that where you're not going to be thinking about you. You can literally show up and listen and get to know somebody and connect with them, not be worried about, oh, did I say the right thing? Did I get everything in the right order? The more you're thinking about the process, the less you're thinking about the people and the less you're connecting. And connection is even more important to the sales process than communication. All right, so again, bullet points are totally cool. Uh, another tip is if you... Um, have visuals. I would keep it very, very simple. I wouldn't use visuals the entire time. If like, let's say you do Zoom presentations and the entire time they're looking at the screen, unless you have really great images of you or whatever, I think there's a balance here where you can use slides, but also bring you into the presentation, right? Like make sure that they get to look into your eyes, even if it's in a virtual um, dynamic I've had clients that use, you know, basically a slideshow and they're sharing the screen the entire time, but then they're not, they're missing the connection piece. So yeah, the, the people are really informed, but we're missing that connection piece. So um, just be balanced with that. Share visuals because the same way when you go in to buy a car and they write out the numbers 
on a piece of paper, subconsciously, people believe things when they see them. So if you want to include slides that say facts or, um, you know, statistics about what you're offering or reviews, you know, if you're a coach and you want to have client reviews up there, those are super valuable too. Um, But just, again, keep it really simple, but visuals can help to cause belief for people. Before and afters, if you have products that you sell, that is huge. Um, Those can really be a great selling point. But again, be balanced in how many visuals you're sharing because a confused mind does nothing. Okay, so the three components, again, were belief, connection, and communication. And, you know, as always, I always invite you to book a consult with me. If you click the link in the show notes, you can do that. I have a couple spots open right now, and I am going to be launching my group that's going to be coming out here soon. Um, We're going to be starting at the beginning of April, but enrollment is going to happen mid-March, okay? So I'm going to be doing a free event. It's going to be for network marketers and coaches, so stay tuned for that. If you're not on my email list, make sure you're on my email list. You can join that through my uh, link tree on my Instagram. So go to my Instagram, click the link in my bio. You can connect with me there or just click the link in the show notes. Connect with me there. Easy. Either way is great. And then um, you'll be the first to hear about this new group offering that I'm going to be offering. That's going to be opening and launching um, beginning of April. We're going to be starting. So it'll be launching next month. It'll be so much fun. Also, I've never asked for this before, but I hear other people on podcasts I listen to ask for it. So I figured I'd ask here, if you have received any value from this podcast, if you could leave a review, that would be super helpful. So if you'd like to leave a review, I'd be so appreciative of that. And thank you for listening. And as always, I'll talk to you next week.